and welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host Gordon Doan and today we're going to be talking about 42. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So this weekend uh, was a phenomenal weekend for me. I had a great time. We went and, and took part in the Swansea Trail Half Marathon. So it's the first race that I've been able to get into this year. Um, so an absolute, absolute phenomenal experience, uh, a privilege to take part in another event, which, which is cool. Um, so a lot of events have started up again um, and this is the first one I've managed to get to um, this year so I'm hoping I th- and in fact I think it's the last one I've got booked for the year but I've got quite a few scheduled in for next year from where they've been booked previously and moved because of obviously because of the pandemic um, so super excited to, to, to get to those as they come around um, but this was a phenomenal event so it was the uh, the event the uh, was the Swansea Trail Half Marathon um, what a beautiful area um, down on the Gower Peninsula so um, the route was along the beach up and down the sand dunes uh, along the cliff top and then uh, uh, roughly return route as well um, so it was a tough route um, a lot, about 50% I reckon probably about 50% of it was on sand and the sand just saps your energy it just really does um, the rest of it there was a small part that was on along a, a road um, a very small part like a, a, a very a back road it was quiet I think it was closed for the event um, so, so it was a, a small stretch along the road the rest of it was kind of in uh, mud trail and rocky paths um, it was very wet it was uh, tipping it down the day before it was raining in the morning indeed it was raining as we started but it, it stopped raining soon enough there was about a 10 minute shower halfway through the race um, and then it dried up again which was really good uh, but it meant that it was really wet underfoot um, now weirdly um, the bits of my body that I thought were going to hurt didn't hurt which was really good which means the training that I'd been doing was paying off um, so I'd been kind of focused on increasing my foot strength and my ankle strength after uh, I fractured my foot earlier on in the year um, so following the race that that didn't hurt it didn't hurt during the race didn't hurt after the race which was really cool so um, currently my hamstrings are absolutely killing me uh, I think that was from trying to stabilize myself in the sand putting too much effort in through the sand bits I'd only done a few um, well quite a few 5k's before the race between um, my injury and the race I'd just done uh, uh, 5k's I hadn't run any further than that so to up it to uh, also 5k 3.1 miles to up it to 13.1 miles for, for a half marathon is a significant increase um, but one that I knew I'd be able to do um, but my, my hamstrings particularly and my glutes were killing me during the event and my hamstrings since has been hurting two days on they're still hurting uh, but um, that, that they'll, they'll ease off I've been stretching off every half an hour or so um, to release those off and I'm sure they'll get back to normal soon uh, but an absolute phenomenal event the route was uh, great the event was done perfectly as per the usual tough runner events um, and, and I had a great time so um, uh, it was nice to get out and do an event again I'm looking forward to some of the events later on in the year it's going to be awesome for those to come around uh, for next year I mean uh, I think this was the last event I had booked or the only event I had booked for this year I think all the other ones that were supposed to happen earlier on in the year have been shifted because of the pandemic so super excited about getting around to those um, and hopefully we'll get to do those next year so so excited to pick up my training again so i'm gonna have a week of train a week off training um just do a little bit of swimming and light stuff to um to keep keep a little bit of movement in and then next week we'll be back into it properly um, and start increasing distances and stuff so the one the next one that i've got my sights on is my 100 100 miles um over four days admittedly um in in the new year and uh, back end of february so um all my efforts will be going to put into that so really cool 
So hopefully you guys have had a great time. You know, I mentioned that uh, got wet quite a lot on on the run on the run at the weekend, and the rest of the weekend was quite damp as well. So we're certainly starting to feel the winter winter weather. The clocks have, have just changed as well. So uh, we're certainly starting to feel like uh, winter where where I am. Hopefully you'll be able to get out and make the most of the weather that you do have. And if you are getting in the rain, out in the rain, uh, hopefully you're having as much fun as you possibly can um, whilst getting wet. So um, it's, it's quite cool to be out still. I, I admit I quite like being out in the rain. Um, you know, especially if in the evening when walking the dog, it's quieter out. Um, can spend a little bit longer out um, in the park with snow off the lead, um, running around when there's not as many people out. Um, so um, and the, and the scenery's, uh, you know, I, I think I just think everything just looks better when it's um, when after it's been raining or during rain um, for some reason. So I really enjoy getting out in the rain. So indeed, over the winter, I'm planning on some long hikes um up some hills to to uh, improve my leg uh, muscles on the climbs um at the weekend I, I walked all the steep hill bits up especially up the sand dunes um because that's quite tiring but it's quite steep as well most of my route's quite flat where i live um so i'm putting in some hikes i was at, i mentioned last week on the podcast i was up at the brecon beacons so i'm going to do more of that throughout the winter um to to get um to get some practice in there and there's a couple of things we can take away from that you know i like practicing in the worst case scenarios so you know it wasn't any problem for me to be out in the rain when it was raining um because i've i've run in the rain a lot before i've done a lot of hikes now in the rain as well so i've practiced in the worst conditions which is really cool so it doesn't throw me when i get to it and, and we've got those bad conditions which is awesome where it used to do that you know a few years ago when i first started i only trained i was very much a fair weather runner and um if when the event came you know it really threw me out of my stride put me off somewhat um when when we had the bad conditions but now it doesn't doesn't phase me uh, which is pretty cool so let, i want to get into today's topics it's kind of linked to what we were just talking about 42 the meaning the meaning of life um you know i talk to, to a lot of people and people have different views on what the meaning of life is and um you know if, if you if you ask me you're gonna get a different question and if you ask um, your friends your family the people you work with everybody's got a meaning of life and i think um and it's a very personal question what's the meaning of life what does it mean to you um you know it's very personal because everybody's got a different view some people don't like sharing that which is fine there's no problem with that some people do like sharing it again there's no problem with that um what their view is but i think i think what we've got to be careful is if that we're running our lives according to our own meaning of life and we're not following somebody else's meaning of life because you know as i've just been talking about some people talk about things you know i talk about running quite a lot because that's, that's something that means a lot to me um it's one of my you know core values keeping fit and keep staying healthy um, maintaining my my body etc that that's quite important to my my core values who i am but that might not be important to you so there's no point you going out and exactly replicating what i do um, across my entire life because it's not going to get you the results that you're after or it may get you the results that you're expecting from doing that i.e if you do the training you're going to get fitter but it, that might not be what get that might not be what your happy life looks like you know we're talking about getting to a life that we love um, here on the podcast and if, if you're doing somebody else's or trying to implement somebody else's core values on your life so you're imposing somebody else's um, restrictions and um, skill sets and 
uh, hopes and aspirations to your own life, then you're not going to get to the happiest that you could be because they're not your own goals, they're not your own achievements, they're not what you're aiming to do. So, you know, you may still get some joy out of doing those things, but it's certainly not going to be as as good or as much as it would be if you were achieving your own dreams, your own um, goals, your own targets, etc., or your own values, living to your own values, you know. Uh, I talk to a lot of people uh, um, about kind of core values. So in our coaching sessions, we, you know, with most clients, I'll have a session around core values and etc. Uh, and what they are. Uh, and you know, quite often I get asked, well, what are my core values? And and I li- I kind of go through what my core values are. But then I, you know, I warn them and say, you can't, you know, there's you can't live to my core values because they're not your core values or there may be some overlap you know one or two might be the same but they're not all going to be the same right so because we all have different values or we all prioritize values differently so there's going to be some things that you prioritize more than i do and vice versa and there's nothing wrong with that i think everybody's different and we need those unique views so um so so this is inherently a good thing that we've all different but if we start trying to operate to somebody else's values and it's going to lead to kind of misery uh, and not as much joy or happiness as we could have otherwise had if we operate within our own our own thing, our own um, boundaries, our own um, goals, our own values, etc. So we've got to really look at that because if we're living our dream, if we're living our own lives and our own dreams, then we need to operate within our own values and our own core set of skills and, and beliefs, etc. So that really needs looking at. So what is the meaning of life? And I think it's important that we each look at this question and come up with an answer for ourselves. And and it will likely change as we mature and get older, as we uh, mature through the different seasons of life. So, you know, when we're younger, when we're at school, life's all about um, learning, getting through school, spending time with friends um, and doing activities that make us happy, you know, you know, going out, um, doing things activities that we enjoy with friends and family you know that kind of thing so then then you kind of get to the late teen years a new season again and the kind of value proposition shifts during that time frame so our core values quite often become around uh, achieving freedom you know moving out of our parents and, and moving in with a partner or by ourselves um, it's about independence so learning to drive or support ourselves whether that's through college university work whatever that may be um, so so it's a different value set than we had previously and then once you go past that stage again it's kind of you know uh, you might move into a, a kind of a settled phase where um, you kind of you settle down a little bit you kind of know what life holds for you um, and you're looking to increase your happiness while achieving what you need to support yourself so again that the, the focus shifts slightly from getting that independence to keeping that independence and they're two different activities they're two different distinct activities and as we get older you know they become you know maybe keeping fit more and doing those uh, doing those things on and then once we retire it becomes a different set of um kind of values again so our values and what we call our dream um, what we call our the meaning of life um, you know changes as we move through life so it's not going to be the same thing forever and ever there may be some similar features there may be some trends there may be some things that flow from one season to the next 
but it will mature and change as we get older as we move through life and that's fine and that's good and we and we have to ha- understand that because if we start holding ourselves to account to the goals or the values that we had 20 years ago then we're only going to be in for pain and misery because those you know our life has changed so we can't hold ourselves to those so we've got to move our targets and our goals along with our core values and beliefs so what the skill is is to do that self-assessment work out where we are in our life work out what's important to us now what season of our life we're in what are the values that we need to be working towards so that we can work in accordance with the values of the season we're in and achieve that meaning of life whatever that is for us in the current season and again if we're if you've got a group of friends that are in the same season as you so you kind of you know same age range and the same point of life as you are then a lot of times goals or or values of that period are going to overlap but again they're not going to be exactly the same so we've got to make sure that we're only kind of marking ourselves against our own goals our own values our own beliefs etc not somebody else's and equally uh, and we've talked about this a long time ago on the podcast when we're measuring other people we've got to hold them to their own expectations their own values and their own beliefs and not our own because you know again that's going to cause misery pain and 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 um challenges if we're holding people to our own standards when they're operating on a different um different set of beliefs views etc so you know there's going to be a disjoint there which is going to become more and more apparent if we're holding people to our own standards so we've got to find out what other people's standards are this is not this is the next level of um, what the meaning of life is is you know holding yourself accountable for your meaning of life making sure our actions are aligned to that but making sure that as we measure other people and work with other folks we're holding them to their their meaning of life and not our own so that's kind of the next level phase so that's just something to think about um, as we move forward start thinking about making sure we're not holding people to our own standards because they have different standards for themselves in different areas so they may hold themselves more accountable in certain areas than we hold ourselves accountable for and vice versa they're going to hold themselves less accountable for certain things than we would hold them for but you're going to get that disjoint if we start challenging that and we've got to kind of try and be aware of that but like i say that's the kind of next level of of the meaning of life or or operating within that metaphor um, if you like Um, so that's something to think about so um, how do you find out what's important to you and I think sometimes you've just got to stop take some time and ask some questions of yourself what is important to you and sometimes it's not the first thing that comes to mind you know sometimes it might be um, you know you might think oh well it's super important for me to be fit you know if I'm looking at my core values at the moment it might be i might say that uh, staying fit and healthy is one of my um, core values and and indeed it is but if i look deeper into that i like to challenge myself and and why why do i like to challenge myself why do i set crazy targets for myself why do i set crazy goals for myself why do i do some of the things that people wouldn't think of doing wouldn't be able to do why do i do that and i like uh, and for me it's around independence um, it's about my independence and around doing uh, kind of what I want to do and what what I think is cool and what I think is um, within my gift to do and part of that is around showing other people that they can do whatever it is as well so you know my brother says well why weren't you happy with just running 5k and I said I was I loved running 5k especially after my injury it was really great to recover um, you know whether that was my foot or if you go further back my um, knee pain and my 
potential hip replacement that I, I was told I needed years and years ago, you know, to do the, the recovery from that. It was awesome because not only have I done something cool, I've undone years of damage and I've not needed to have that hip replacement. I've also shown other people, hopefully, that it can be done as well. So hopefully that's provided somebody else with a blueprint that they can say, oh, I know so-and-so, I know Gordon, he's done this, um, so I know that I can do it too. And, and that's a really important thing for me, is removing barriers and showing people that they can do stuff. So for me, it's not necessarily around my own health and fitness, although it is partly that, it's definitely partly that. Um, some of it's the kind of doing the, you know, I like working with people and removing barriers for people. And for me, sir, I know for myself um, that if I see somebody doing something, I know I can do it too. And I think that's that's important. If people can see people like themselves doing something, then that helps them achieve it. I know that works for me as well. So by seeing people, so when I was told that I would need a hip replacement, etc., you know, I did a little bit of research and I found stories where there were people who were worse off than me, who had much were much further along, who or may may have had the hip replacements, for example, so they were the next step along, but they were still able to recover and do things like run a marathon, etc., because of the training they'd put in. So that inspired me to say, right, I, I don't have to accept this fate, as it were. Um, I can still live, uh, uh, you know, how I want to live and kind of within my own values and what I want to do. So I just need to do make sure I do X, Y and Z to achieve that. So that's what I did. I went and implemented X, Y and Z. And now I'm running half marathons at weekends without much training um, and complaining afterwards that my hamstrings are a bit tight. So you, I'm... So that's why I think it's super important that we understand what our own core beliefs are because if we don't fully understand them, we might be setting our lives up in not quite the right way which isn't going to leave us, lead us to that life that we love. So we want to get to that life that we love. So by fully delving into um, what the meaning of life is to you, then you could be more successful and you're going to get to that happy place a lot quicker than otherwise. So what is the meaning of life so for and like i say this is different for a lot of people so it could be something like i've just described it could be for your own personal well-being in terms of your health and your fitness that's you know that's well known it could be for the other reason why i said helping other people supporting other people you know for some people that's shaped differently it might be charity work it might be giving back it might be um uh, you know um you know uh, what's it called um campaign you know environmental campaigning giving back it might be volunteering um so it might be that kind of stuff which is all really cool stuff and again that looks different for for a lot of people so that could be an element to it it could be around monetary success or financial success or it might be a thing that you want a car a house uh, moving your mum out of one area and moving her into a new area it might be um, getting your dad that jacket that he always wanted whatever it may be so it might be a financial thing and that's completely fine a lot of people think that that's a bad thing and it and it absolutely isn't a bad thing you know knowing what you want is is a really good thing um and, and um even if it's a financial thing like i say a lot of people think that's bad there's nothing wrong with that so but if you know that you can work towards that and it becomes more achievable so that might also play a part in it it might be something else it might be around innovation and trying new things and doing things that people haven't done before or or few people have done it before or or trying to do something better than somebody's done it before you know so this could be an athletic achievement you know going for a world record or a personal best 
it might be um, improving a technology, you know, creating a, a new microchip to make a, a phone quicker. It might be redesigning hospitals to um, make hospitals more efficient. Whatever that looks like, it could take that shape as well. So I'm just trying to give you some big, broad brush things that um, could, could help you understand what the meaning of your life is. It could be around family and friends, so whether that's spending time with your family and friends, whether it's starting your own family, whether it's cultivating a set of friends who you can trust and rely on, you know, these are key things for some people as well. Now, I'm, I've gone through a few things there, and you might be thinking, well, all of those sound important to me, and, and maybe your meaning of life is a little bit of each of those things, or maybe it's really strong in one of those things, and, and less so in the other areas, but they're still important. But by taking some time and trying to understand what the meaning of life is for you what your 42 is um, then you can align your actions to achieve those things um, and it allows you to operate within um, those bounds as well so if you know that you're um, let's take one for example well let's talk to, to talk about the health and fitness one as an example because that's what I tend to talk about so let's talk about that um, you know, maybe maybe you want to keep healthy and fit, um, or, or maybe it's maybe let's talk about more specifically. Maybe it's specifically doing a marathon because uh, maybe you've seen somebody else do it and, and you would like to achieve that. So it's super important for you to be able to achieve that goal within a certain time frame. Now you can start aligning decisions to that. So when you go out for dinner with your friends, instead of having a couple of beers and a burger, you might you know only have one beer, then have a soft drink and have a salad instead to align your living to that meaning of life right and and you will feel better for that because even though you may enjoy having a couple of bur- bur- uh, a couple of beers and then a burger um, you know you you feel good you have a good time you go out and do that something won't feel quite right and you'll have that feeling in the stomach like you've cheated yourself or like uh, and sometimes you may not be able to put your finger on quite what that is um, and it's because you're not quite living in accordance with your 42 with your meaning of life you're 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 kind of cheating a little bit but and sometimes like i say you can't put your finger on what's not feeling quite right you've gone out you've enjoyed the actual moment you've had a great time but when you get home and you're and you're kind of doing other things and you start to reflect you think oh i you know something's not quite you can't put your finger on it something's not quite right you know you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach that something's not quite right and and usually or quite often that can be because you've not lived in accordance with those values or your your 42 the meaning of your life so you you can make small adjustments to make that better uh, and and live more in accordance with those values and those objectives and those goals etc so if you have a look at that and you make yourself aware of what your meaning of life is and you can start aligning your goals and objectives to that and then equally you know the last however many episodes we talked about fear anxiety emotions etc if we know what our meaning of life is or what the meaning of life is for us we can start controlling our emotions around some of those things and instead of being scared by trying new things you know some um, it's not a great example that the the health and fitness one in this example you know trying a salad instead of um, having the burger or or whatever you know you, you wouldn't necessarily be scared of that but you might be feeling you know like oh i'm missing out because i'm not having the burger but you suddenly become instead of 
thinking you're missing out on something, you're suddenly living in an alignment with your values and are like, right, this is going to enable me to achieve my goal and this is going to live, achieve me to live the life that I love uh, and get there. So you suddenly turn it on, on its head. So instead of having a negative emotion, you're having that positive emotion with doing something that's challenging because, because it's something that's in alignment with your values. So for example... I talked about doing the half marathon at the weekend, um, and I had to. I had to. I walked all the uphill bits. I always walk the steep uphill bits on most races anyway, um, which I'm hoping to get out of doing over the next year or so with some um, some of the training. That's why I'm putting hiking in because I always tend to do my joints in and uh, my muscles when when I'm doing the steep inclines. So we're trying to get around that, but. Even on downhill bits towards the end, my um, like I say, my hamstrings were really tight and they were really painful. Um, and you know, I saw it and, and it was because of the up down and the, and the sand dunes, uh, especially just just so energy um, destroying uh, when you're trying to use your feet to stabilise yourself as you're running. As the kind of ground moves beneath you in many different directions, um, so it's just just the science of it. But the thing is, you know, and I saw as I was running or walking in a lot of cases, um, I saw a lot of people who had stopped. And I, and I knew that if I stopped, I, I would regret it later that I didn't put my best in and that I would find it even more difficult to get going again. And, and once I did get going again, I would find it easier to stop a second time because I'd already stopped. Once you kind of know that in your mind that you're like, right, my... my my objective here and to live in accordance with my values is I need to get this race finished and I'm trying to do it in a decent time now I'm not trying to get a personal best or anything because like I said I've had some injuries but my goal is to finish it and actually put max effort in for where I am at the moment I'm not trying to kill myself and get a personal best but I am trying to put in max effort so when I get to the end I know I couldn't do couldn't have done anything else without injuring myself or causing myself some further problems and if I'd have stopped I'd have felt really disappointed with myself because that's not in alignment with my values now i'm not saying that that's negative that other people have done it if they're living in accordance with their values that they you know maybe they they were closer to injury or it wasn't as important to them to get to the finish line as quickly as it was for me that's all good i'm not saying it's negative to have stopped i'm certainly not saying but i'm saying it was negative for me to stop because it was not in accordance with my values but by knowing what my values were i was able to enable myself to keep going regardless of the pain which is you know i i've quite often said you know and, and people and my doctors and chiropractor often say your problem is you can push through the pain and it is and it's true i can there's almost a switch in my head where i can turn it still hurts don't get me wrong it's excruciating sometimes like when my muscles lock up uh, at the weekend uh, when i was coming down the sand dunes again um I, I literally paused as i was down at the bottom of the sand dunes and and did a couple of hamstring stretches and then carried on just to loosen them up a bit but to enable me to carry on but I didn't stop and not do anything and sit down or anything like that because I knew that I'd find it super challenging to get up and then I'd be disappointed afterwards so it also allows me to push through the boundaries because I know there's pain and I know that sometimes you have to walk through or, or smash through the pain barriers and, and you have to do that safely obviously um, but I know that I'm able to do that a few times before I do prop myself proper damage so 
by living in accordance with my own beliefs and by my meaning of life, I was able to push through a lot of that pain. Indeed, by the time I'd finished, I had quite a limp on and my parents uh, would come to see me run, which is great. Uh, it was great to have their support. Uh, and they were both fairly concerned for me at the end because I was little, I was like, this is nothing. I've been a lot worse than this, so don't worry about it. Um, so went and kind of did a lot of stretching and then got in the car and, and kind of had a relax on the way home, which was cool. And then did some more stretching yet again when I got home. But by knowing my own values, by knowing what my meaning of life is, I was able to be happy with my performance because I lived through that race and did the actions that I needed to live in accordance with my own views my own beliefs etc so if we can do that going through our life in every aspect of our life I'm just talking about one aspect there because it was a recent example but if we can do that in every aspect of our life then we're going to get to that life that we're loving we're going to stay there now where it becomes challenging is if we can't do this consistently across every area of our life if we can only do this in one area of our life then we're not going to get to that life that we love because we're going to be letting ourselves down in other areas of our life we're not going to be living in accordance with our dreams or our values etc so we're going to be there's always going to be some feeling of not quite getting it not quite connecting not quite achieving what we wanted to achieve etc um because we're letting ourselves down in one area so the key is to do this consistently across the board across all aspects and each aspect of our life will have different meanings for us so we have to work out what that is so do you know what what is it important to us what how is it that we need to behave to to achieve that dream so if we can think about that and if we can implement that consistently then we really are going to get to that life that we love and when people ask us well what's the meaning of life we may not be able to tell them what the absolute meaning of life is but we can tell them what our meaning of life is and we can describe that to them which will hopefully help them achieve their meaning of life and so on so there's going to be a chain positive effect from knowing this and being able to communicate it to other people and if we can if we can communicate it to other people then it's going to help them see our point of view it's going to help them see where we're coming from it's going to explain some of our actions it's going to explain some of our behaviors because we're all different so some people may say oh well why are you doing that and you can say well this is this is why because this is what's important to me this is what i need to do to be happy this is what i need to do to succeed um, and and if we can put it into words or phrases that people can understand then we're going to be winning and and that's going to help massively get to where we want to be um, and hopefully it'll help them do the same for us as well because people do things that we don't understand sometimes and if we can ask and say what well, what's driven that behavior what's driven that action it really can help us move forward and understand what that other person was trying to achieve and why our actions has, has, has either frustrated them because we can be frustrating to other people sometimes when when we're not operating in alignment with their views and their beliefs um just as they can be frustrating when they're not operating within our views and beliefs uh, to our meaning of life um so it helps explain that frustration and, and the more we understand that frustration the more we can control it the more we can improve it and the closer we can get to that life that we love so hopefully that's given us some food for thought this week. Hopefully it's given you a few things to think about. Hopefully it's given you a few things that we can work on to improve. Hopefully once you've spent a little bit of time thinking about this, you'll know what your meaning of life is and you'll be able to use that to align your, your views, your actions, your beliefs, your your emotions as well um, to where we need to be to be successful. So thanks very much for listening and I'll see you guys at the same time in the same place next week. See you later.